Hi, I'm David, and I'm an addict. If you're in a 12-step program or have been in a meeting, you know that higher power is something that's mentioned often. It's something that is fairly essential to the recovery program. You know, one part is to stop doing drugs. You know, that that's the, the big one. You know, they say you can't do it if you don't pick it up. So the don't pick it up. And that's essential. You know, that that's what, the biggest part. But the, the second big part is an understanding of your higher power and the role of a higher power in your recovery. For me, I, I've had great difficulty with that. It's something I've, I've struggled with. It's something that I kind of glossed over. It's something that I, I think by not having, I, I've done myself a disservice in the program and, and haven't taken full advantage of, of the program because of this disconnect with a higher power. You know, I, I said before that I, I was brought up Jewish and, and am Jewish, but it, it was never a religious piece. You know, I, I did the Sunday school thing. I, I, I did everything that is part of the religion. But as far as praying to a God, something that was upstairs with a white beard that was pulling the strings on everything. I, I, I had great difficulty with that. You know, I, it goes back to actually the first time that I, uh, this is, you know, a tangent, but the first time that I really learned about the Holocaust, uh, I, I couldn't understand how, if there was this, this being that was all powerful, all knowing how it could allow for such atrocities to happen. And it really rocked me. And ever since then, I've, I've, I've just gone through the motions. I've done the cultural pieces of my religion because it's my culture. It's my identity not necessarily because it's what I believe in. So coming into a 12-step program where that higher power concept is is so prevalent, so important, uh, I had great difficulty at the beginning. And to be honest, I, I, I still do. At first, let me, let me say, that, so the first time that I, I started working steps, you know, you, you admit that you are powerless, that your life has become unmanageable. These are all things I, I agree with. And, and yes, this is, this is me. This is, and you then have to turn your willing your life over to the care of God, the higher powers. You understand him. Uh, what am I turning it over to? I, I, I don't, I, I don't believe in, in something like that. Uh, in my, in the treatment program that I was in, they said you could make your higher power the the doorknob. You make it anything just 
so that you can something that's outside of yourself that can kind of get you through the steps. Mm, I did that, but it, it, it seems so hollow. It, it, it was very empty. It was very difficult for me to move past that. I recognized the benefits of the program. I, I, I saw that there are people who had gone through what I had gone through, who have gone through worse than I've been through, and they're clean today and, and have decades clean. And they did it through this program. So if they can do it, why can't I? Well, there's this issue with the higher power. And that's something that really, there's this disconnect. And I worked the steps. And for each step where there was a higher power, I, I just kind of glossed over it. And I never was able to work the steps fully because I didn't have this higher power. You know, my, my sponsor and I talked uh, over and over again, and he said it was okay because he believed for me. That was great. And, and I, I'm so appreciative, so thankful that, that he allowed me to be who I am and still walk me through the steps. But the higher power concept is central to, to the recovery programs, to the 12-step programs. And at one point, I thought it was science. At another point, I, I thought it was the group. And yeah, each one of those has qualities that, that you can use. Each one has something that you can rest on. And, and I, I guess to be fair, it could be all of them. It doesn't have to be just one. And maybe by utilizing all of them, that that would get me through this a little further. But I, I would be remiss if I didn't try to find that connection. I, I, I didn't want to force it. Uh, rather, I, I couldn't force it. Can't force myself to believe in something that I don't believe in. Um, but that being said, I, I've, I've made some pretty big strides. It, it wasn't with this epiphany moment, this aha, this great act of kindness or no, I don't want to say that. That, that that's going too far. It wasn't this, this aha moment where I finally just realized and, and it clicked. Um, it, it actually came in, in desperation and yes, I, 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 I readily admit that I, I would do the foxhole prayers, you know, God, get me out of this. God, get me out of this. Even though I didn't really believe in a God that was listening, you know, that there was something that was out there listening. Uh, so what was I saying it to? I don't know. I, I, I don't have an answer for that. I, I, I still did it though. And it, Time and time again, when shit hits the fan, you know, you, you go to that. And sure enough, my, my cat Marley, who's, who's my everything, he, he means the world to me. He, he was really sick. 
and and he is he's not a healthy cat. He's 15 years old. He has diabetes. He's got stomach problems. But I I love him m- more than more than anything, and I would do anything for him monetarily. I I I would <laughs> I, I would give up a kidney if it meant to keep him happy and healthy for a little while longer. And one of the things that I did, which I, I hadn't done before, and it was in this desperation that I I was overcome with grief, and I sought help from something outside of myself, something that I wasn't sure what I was talking to. I wasn't sure if there was something listening, but I, I prayed. I, I, I looked up in, in the conventional way. You know, you, you hit your knees and you look up and say, please help me. Please take care of, of, of my son. And I, I did that. And I did it a few times. And he made it through that, that episode. And I was extremely, extremely thankful for that. And I, I shared that with my sponsor. And he said that, you know, that, that's, that's it. That's your higher power. You, you just took your first step. Your first major step, not steps as in the 12 steps, but your first major step towards a higher power. I also have an, another, we call them old timers, are people who've been in the program for a long period of time. He has almost four decades, and every meeting when he would talk about it, he would say that every morning he still hits his knees. It turns out he's also Jewish and one of the few Jewish people that I, I've met in recovery. And the idea of him not being religious either, but still hitting his knees, well, it works for him. So maybe I can find that happy medium. Maybe I can find where my own understanding and my comfort zone allow me to flourish. So... Over the past three, four months, what I've done every day is I get on my knees, don't know what I'm saying it to or who I'm saying it to, but I, I say my gratitudes. I, I, I asked for help, and I got it. So I say my gratitudes daily. I, I, I'm thankful that I made it through yesterday clean and have the opportunity for today clean. I'm thankful for my cat Marley, his happiness and health. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for the job I have. I'm thankful for many things. And, and, you know, to not be selfish, I, I, I ask, is there anything I can, you know, show me something if I need, if I can help you? Uh, again, I, I do I fully believe that something is going to tap me on the back of my shoulder and and say, hey, 
help with this? No, I, I don't think so. Am I going to hear a voice above asking me to do something? No, I, I don't think so. But there is some relief in doing that. And I, I've heard others talk about their journeys with a higher power and, and coming to understand it on their own terms. And for some, it takes decades. Hopefully for me, it won't take decades. But I, I, I am on a path that is getting me towards there. And like I said, I, I've made huge strides. Uh, I can now say my higher power, which is something that I, I haven't been able to say Actually, I haven't been able to say since I started using 30, 30 years ago. So I, I, I just wanted to share that, that that's kind of where I'm at with my higher power. An essential, essential piece to a 12-step program. It's something that gets me closer to my goal of working the program to its fullest potential. And I, I hope I can continue to grow. I hope I don't hit any stumbling blocks. And I, I hope most of all that, and I, I thank God for it, and I pray for it, that Marley stays with me for a while longer, and he is happy and healthy. He means so much to me, and my recovery means a lot to me. I'm David, and I'm still an addict. So this podcast, or, or all of the podcasts so far, have, have been about my recovery, my journey through where I'm at today. I, I've touched on my story. Uh, I've touched on where I am with a higher power. And this one is also a, a, a key point. It's something that I've been struggling with. Something I, I struggle with almost daily because of the prevalence of it. So one of my main drugs of choice was pot. It was something that I did for so long and was such a part of my personality. It's what I identified with. It, it, it's what defined me for so many years. And I'm not that far removed from having smoked. I know that there are people in the program that have 10, 15, 20 years that they don't really have the desire because that, that, that's one of the promises of the program is the desire, losing the desire to stop using. I, I've done that and feel that for quite a few things in my life, but the using and uh, of getting high with pot is, is something that, that I still I regress to. I, 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 I haven't done it and won't do it because I won't forget where I came from. The desperation, the pain, the 
sick feelings that that I lived with on a daily basis. I, I, I my sponsor has reiterated over and over again to never forget where I came from, to never forget that sick feeling in my stomach, that guilt, that shame. I know that that keeps me in the moment and it allows me to go day to day and just one day at a time. You know, these are cliches of the program, but they, they have such a strong meaning and they are they are very important. They they are something that you can hold on to. So th- this is a quick tangent. Uh, I, I first got into tattoos. I, I was against tattoos for my whole life. I thought they were silly. I, I I thought that I would regret having them and never wanted them. During my recovery, my mind opened up a little bit. And I decided to get a tattoo. The first tattoo I got, I, and I had this picture in my mind, and, and because I still have obsessive thoughts, it was something that I, I, I couldn't let go. It was like a, a record that just kept playing over and over again in the same groove. And I, I pictured a script on my legs that had these sayings. And for every milestone that I made for the first few years, I would get a phrase. So on one leg, I have all will be well just for today and one day at a time. And on my other leg, I have this too shall pass and never forget never again. These mean so much to me. And they are some of the keys to my success. They are what I need to remember. And they're permanent on my body so that I will not forget. I will not do it again. That whatever I'm feeling, it will pass. It will eventually be well. And I need to do it one day at a time and just for today. So that that kind of takes me to where I'm at with this issue that I, I'm I'm struggling with, and these sayings are what has helped me not fall down that rabbit hole. So because it's pot, and because of the current climate, its prevalence is everywhere. I I see it when I walk the dog. I smell it. When I'm driving in my car, I smell it. I, I, I've smelt it on the highway, and, and I'm still not sure how the science of that works. I, I, I don't know how I could be driving at 70 miles an hour and, and still smell it. It makes me question, you know, every time that I was doing the same, was, was it affecting everyone around me? Uh, you know, did everyone else smell it? And I, I just never, never understood or never cared, I guess. But now that I'm in recovery, and now that I can't do it, and and I know I can't do it, I can't use successfully, meaning I can't just do one. That once I start, I won't be able to stop. It's just, it's that, it's that simple, and in some senses, it's that easy. I, I just have to remember that. But it's everywhere. 
And every time I smell it, I, I, I feel it a little bit in my head that, hey, maybe I can do just one. Maybe I, I, I could just do it for a little bit. Maybe I, I could use and still be f- a functioning member of society, still excel at my job, still be a part of my relationship with my wife, with my family, still enjoy life a- as I do now. I, I, I know in my head that that's not right, that I can't. I still have urges to do it. It's something that bothers me. And I, I joke with my wife that I'm going to report the next person I, I smell in my complex. I, I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to be the narc. I, I'm going to be the one to turn them in. My wife is totally against it. She, she does not want me to be that person, you know, jokingly. My parents, on the other hand, they think I should move. Unfortunately, wherever I go, it's going to be there. There's very few places now where I'm not going to smell it, where in the community there's not going to be somebody smoking on their back porch. Uh, I, I know that, and it's something I'm going to have to deal with. And I know that with time, things will get easier. And unfortunately, by the time I, or fortunately, I should say, by the time that it's fully legal, I should have enough time, clean time, where it will bother me less. I I was driving across town and and I counted no short of 13 dispensaries. 13. I don't know what I would have done if I was getting high in this climate. If I could just get a medical card from wherever and just show up in these places and never have to worry about where I'm getting the next one. That that would be so weird to me. And I have, I yearn for it. I do. I, I would be lying if I, if I wasn't honest and said that I do have these urges, that I, I do want to. But I have to reiterate that I can't. I can't be a functioning member of society and do it. I can't successfully use and be a part of life. It's something that the program has instilled in me and drilled into me that one is too many and a thousand is never enough. So you can't just stop at one. I, I do have a reservation, and that, that, that's what it's called when you hold out on something, that you know, I, I don't really want to live past 75. And I know that that's dark and that that's kind of weird, but I, I don't want to live a life where either my body goes first and my mind is still there and I can't do anything, or my body is still there and my mind is gone. So... I figure 75 is a good number, that that's a, a long life. But the, the reservation, you know, aside from that deep and dark piece of me, is that once I hit that age, you know what? I can smoke. I don't have to be a functioning member of society. I, I, can, I can be high all day. And 
if there are no repercussions like that, and I'm not going to go looking, I, I can't imagine that I'm going to go looking for something harder when I, I'm that old. But you know what? Maybe if I have means, if I have the means to, to get drugs, that I'll still be able to find it. Uh, I, I know that that's the case now. I, I know that wherever I go, it, it wouldn't take me long to, to find the spot to, to get something. I, I hold on to that reservation, unfortunately. And it might be where I need to let that go. And maybe that's with time. Maybe that's something that I'll get to, and it's just not where I'm at now. And I have to be all right with where I am right now. I, I've made incredible progress, and there's still a long road ahead. I just have to keep plugging, and just like my tattoos say, just for today, one day at a time.